Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Simple, Jake Swords, an early break fun show so far. You get the podcast at theticketfm.com. Thanks to Rick Heyman for the song of the day. Which was? It was What's On My Mind by Kansas, mm-hmm. who is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You, you said resoundingly not. Well, I mean, I just, I don't, not, it's not a commentary on what I think their quality of music is. Kansas is always just a little bit. You don't think of them like Sticks or Boston. I do. Like Sticks, just like them actually. I do. I'd put them in the same exact category as Sticks. I mean, in terms of popularity. Sure. You're being obstinate. I'm not. We're joined though by Mike Schaefer, twenty four seven Sports. As we are every Thursday. You're being obstinate. Mike, am I being obstinate this morning? I don't have a strong enough opinion on any of the bands listed. To, uh, <laughs> you don't. I know you don't. You don't get. You're not quite into music like the level me and Jake are. I don't think. Well, and then whatever <laughs> I am into is certainly not that. So, um, <laughs> okay. well, like I was, I was having this discussion with uh, my my dentist. Actually, he wow, was commenting. Really? You have a dentist? Yes, I have a dentist. He listens to this show. Okay, well, who's commenting that he always, when he's driving into work, it's always during song of the day territory. Good. And then he was specifically talking about the Rick Heyman curation. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, and he said that most of it seems to be uh, '70s music. Yes. And so then we got to discussing, and he's like. He really doesn't care for 70s music. And I was like, I have this kind of like blind spot because growing up, I my dad, basically anything after like 74 doesn't exist. And so <laughs> I just heard basically Good for your 60s dad. all the time. Just a lot of 60s, a little early 70s. My mom does not care for like 70s or 80s music. She was very much like a light rock 90s okay. individual. Okay. Um, so I have this like sort of musical blind spot of the mid-70s through much of the 80s, didn't really grow up listening to it, have come into some of it now and, like, pick out certain acts that, like, I like Elton John a lot or Bob Seger or whatever. Nice, okay. I've gotten into those. Those are good ones. But I don't just, like, this is why I always mock the Howard Jones thing or whatever it is. Like, there's there's a level of singer and notoriety that, born out of that 15-year stretch, that... I don't have any emotional connection to any actual like Kansas is part of that. I know it more for being like the song used in old school than I do as <laughs> whatever they accomplished as a band. 
And then you do have Sticks, a blind spot. Sticks, I mainly know, is a band that would show up for Rocket on the Runway in Columbus well past their, uh, you know, their perceived Wait expectation or, you know, expiration date. Wait a second. Rockin' on the Runway? Yeah, there used to be a concert series in Columbus. On, on the, the, at the airport? At the airport. Really? How did I miss that? Uh, it was like the, in early 2000s. So. Yeah, okay. oh, that's, that's why you missed it. <laughs> that's, that's I missed tough. a lot in the early 2000s. But that, that wow, really? Rockin' on the Runway? Yeah. And Sticks showed up? Sticks was one of them. Do, can you name another band? Uh, something involving Brett Michaels. That was like the big Poison. deal. Poison. Uh, I don't think it was. It might have just been him solo of a backing band okay. or something at that time. I don't that think it was sense. like full on Poison. What, what kind of crowd would that draw in I, having never attended i don't know i would okay. just see the flyers or hear the i mean i i'm sure it drew well enough you know where i where we used to live i could have just peered out over the field and seen that rocking on the runway like a meerkat just popping up you know your beady little eyes just <laughs> surveying what's around i've you. told jake i got in trouble once we got in trouble in my neighborhood because we we do this incredible kite flying exercise where <laughs> What? <laughs> you were getting in the air yes. Yes. Oh my! Where I would have to lay on the ground. You have the best childhood story. I'd have to lay on the ground and hold the hold this spool. It was like a huge spool, yeah. uh, and we yeah, and it got to the point where it would go, it it went way way off into the distance over the the airport, and yeah, we got in trouble because it was. And, there's and, some interference. You know, like you weren't responding to the radio calls to get <laughs> yeah, out of the airspace. Take space, this out of the air. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Yeah. What Absolutely. A, what incredible. a child. I couldn't yeah, even I see. You couldn't even see the kite. I mean, it was so high. You couldn't even see it. <laughs> We're, I don't even know how many years into me being here on Thursdays and knowing like enough that I could do a small <laughs> biography of Sybil at this point. But you still learn She's a new story or two. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my life he after was threatening clowns. <laughs> <laughs> he was putting, uh, you know, life forms out of their misery. He did. He <laughs> rode his bike it everywhere. A, it was a possum. Sometimes people try to say, I think they an otter or something. That was a possum I had to kill. I mean, he told stories about his time in Wyoming playing baseball. Or <laughs> he maybe he wasn't his... at a hundred percent for the game the next day. <laughs> oh. Let's not talk about that. All right. All right, Shafe. Um, hoops. Hey, last night in Nebraska, hoops. they hosted Ohio State in front of a small crowd because of you know snowmageddon here, which didn't exi- happen in Lincoln, but it did across the state. Nebraska wins 63-60. It was not a good offensive game, but a win is a win. Nebraska is now 3-5 and five in conference play. They've matched their entire win total from last year at 10-9. and nine. Your thoughts on last night's game? What was the opening? You're, you're, Give you're him main, a little you're, more you're, than that. What Jake? was your main impression? What was your main takeaway from last night? Uh, you know, I was. It was fun to see like Denim Dawson and uh, Jamarcus Lawrence kind of have their moment in the sun a little bit. I mean, those guys haven't done a lot. Uh, obviously, with Gary out and Nebraska probably needing a little bit of a spark, they changed up their lineup uh, some and and Denim Dawson got the start and yep. Lawrence came in and and those two, you know. They were they were really helpful, and uh, you know sometimes you need contributions to come from somewhere. I mean, Oleg kicked in because they they're down so much in terms of bodies and and Walker with foul trouble and everything else. So I I enjoyed kind of seeing them put this thing together. I know Ohio State didn't play well at all, and you know they're having a, a pretty rough season too. But yep. 
like it, we we talked about this. The goal for Nebraska is to try to get to eight or nine conference wins. It doesn't seem unobtainable. I don't think this conference is is nearly the uh, what? Are, how do we pronounce it's it? It's deep. It's show, not as great. Off. Yeah. It's um, I, once you say it's deep, but not great at the top. I think yeah. So I I think it is uh, it is not top heavy for right, once. Right, like you're right. not you know there's not a team in the conference that I feel like Nebraska has absolutely no chance of pulling a win against. There's teams that they have a less chance with. Sure. But I I think that you know on any given night they can play well enough or defend well enough to give themselves an opportunity to stay in those games. Nebraska, by the but way. But I, I just – it's so hard because you get these sort of performances and you can't get any kind of consistency. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they – I that Illinois game took a lot of enthusiasm from me about where this season could go. I mean – you lose by 26 at home. You're yep. basically completely out of the game. Mm-hmm. You allow one player to take you out of the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the big injury to Gary that you don't know when he's going to be available. No, he's out. out for the season. Out right. for the season. And so, you know, he's out. We know he's not available. Yeah. He's out for the season. So that's that's a big loss uh-huh. in terms of, you know, toughness and production mm-hmm. and everything around the rim. And he gave you a little bit of distance shooting, too. So, he I did. I went into last night with not a whole lot of enthusiasm. I was one of the people who was like, eh, I don't know what the roads are exactly, but it's really not worth me going down to this game. The and roads were fine. On, yeah, just watched it on TV. The roads were fine. So, Mike, Jake, Nebraska, 10-9, and 3-5. and five. Ohio State, 10-8, and 2-5. and five. Let's just get – let's address to what Jake, Jake – Jake was pretty critical of Nebraska for not fouling with 12 seconds to go well, up three. I thought they'd, they did down to four seconds maybe and then foul, but they, they gave him an open look to tie you that game. He had a great game. look, and one of the what? few times I can remember where it just doesn't feel like the opponent cashes it. And I don't know if you guys can recall this. Nebraska had Ohio State on the ropes last year. They basically had him beat – Latman misses two free throws. Mm. Ohio State That's comes right. down, Kansas tying three, wins in like double overtime. Like, That's right. I thought we were going to get a real, you know, deja vu moment. Instead, they get a great look and it rattles in and out. What Greg says, Greg in North Carolina. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Myrtle South Beach. Carolina, Myr- Myrtle Beach. About fouling in that situation, which I'm, this is not good for radio, but I'm on the fence on all that. He said you must coach a drill fouling late in special situation practices if the three is the only thing that hurts you don't allow it so but don't foul on a three make sure you foul before the shot's going up now yeah. now i if you're not a coach i'm not a coach my my nobody wants me coaching my thought on it is always i just prefer to play him straight up not I, I'm of the same mindset. Like I just, especially when you have a team that's rebounding issues the way that Nebraska has had in the past, where it's like they can give up the you know first ones to make, and then they're giving up the right. putback. Or that's the danger. It gets kicked out, and the guy hits a three for the win. For the win, whatever. See, do you, Jake, do you recognize there's a danger in that in fouling? I do. Yeah, it's not a hundred percent. There is a wide open look. 
what, to tie uh, the game is the buzzer. Yeah, I mean, the idea is you're not, in theory, you don't want to give up that wide open look, and you're hoping that you get enough pressure defensively that they're a little bit out of sorts and they can't set up whatever they want. At the same time, I mean, you're still also talking about, what, a 30% chance with the way the teams were shooting last right. night? Right, and I'm going to say this, Jake. You keep saying wide open look. I don't characterize that as a wide open look. He popped a little free. He's a wide open look. There was nothing inhibiting the shot. It was whatsoever. a for a three point shooter. That was a wide open even peripheral. I don't even know. <laughs> was, like if he, he was had in real a little good traffic. peripheral vision, he, he might a, have seen something. Guys, as well. guys, guys. He was in a little bit of traffic. It wasn't wide open. Well, there were other people on the court. <laughs> they played great defense for eleven seconds. In the final second, they got lucky. I'll give you the that. Shot. There was nine other bodies on that court. Plus the officials, so we're up to 12. <laughs> there was proximity to the shooter, too. There was some in close proximity. I get it. He got a good look. He did get a good look. Great look. Phenomenal look, good. actually. He missed it, though. <laughs> Nebraska escapes. Penn State Saturday, 115 Phenomenal tip. look. He got an exquisite playing, look. So, they're playing well. I yeah, mean, they are. The the interesting thing with the way this schedule is sort of set up, like you have these teams where you, Penn State, Northwestern, where it used to be, this was like, oh, you got to get these wins. You got to you got to grab them against those teams, and they're playing better than Nebraska. Um, Penn is right State now. is next at one fifteen p.m. Saturday. Shave. Um, I wouldn't look too far down the road. I mean. It, that's a tough game. Yeah, and it's at Penn State. Yeah. It's a place where Nebraska has never really played particularly well. Last year they did. They blew them off the – they blew oh, them okay. out of the – they blew them out of the water, strangely, because they – you're right. They they rarely play well there. Last year was a big-time anomaly. Remember that? They blew them out of the water. A little bit. I'm trying to – They blew them out of the water. Last year they was did. such Remember a Remember John Harar? John Harar was Harar, senior yeah. day. Yeah, he beat him like 19 points, right? Yeah. Remember John huh. Harar? It was senior day, and he cried the most the second half. He was in tears. Did they put up 90 points in that game? Yeah, it was, it was Nebraska like 90, played. Extra. I am blanking on this. It's like 90 points. Like it is like does not exist in my well, brain. It was a Sunday. Nebraska won three games to end last yeah, season. Yeah, sure. And yeah. They beat Wisconsin on the road. They beat Penn State yeah. on the road. I remember the Wisconsin one. Right. And then somebody else. Yeah, they got on that little heater at the end, and Penn State was part of that, Mike. Was Ohio State the other one? That I, thought they, they beat I thought they beat Ohio State. I thought, uh, yeah, I thought they won. They, they lost Ohio. one of them. Yeah, and then I, I think they played. Anyway, I think they beat Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin. Yeah. Just so yeah now. Jake, we were talking about this team, and you just alluded to the fact that they, I, I, could, I could see them getting to 8 and 12 or 7 and 13. Now, what I said to Jake, 8 and 12 gets Fred back. I said, what about 7 and 13? He goes, ah, maybe. He said, 6 and 14, no. See, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. Is there I don't a think big there's difference? a certain no. I think it's about whether Trev feels like there's life in the program and that there's a reason for this to continue for next year. And, um, that makes it a little bit tricky because we always want a real clean, like, this is the cutoff point. And I don't think it's – Right. I didn't think it was that way with football, and I certainly don't think it's that way. Yeah, we do that, uh, though. In the, we do that, Jake. I'm not I'm not taking it Well, because the delineation there is if you don't make a postseason for the fifth straight year, what is – what are we doing? Well – you're build- I mean, the what answer, are you building? The so an- that's that's where I come. <laughs> the answer back. is yeah. Your answer is are do you see something built? So part of why last night I enjoyed was that you got to see Lawrence and you got to see Dawson because mm-hmm. those are guys that you have expectations that they're going to be involved with this program moving forward. Mm-hmm. You know, along with a Breidenbach and whatever else they're able to Cold get back. Coyonets, co- co- coyonets. Yeah. Um. So you you know you're getting little glimpses of it, but again, like I just. 
if if Fred comes back and it's another wholesale hockey line change style in and out, like I just don't know what is being built to the future. But now, a couple things. First of all, and I did this to a texter earlier, or a call a caller, Chris, caller Chris. You can turn that conversation in Fred's favor a little bit. L- look at the guys he brought in this year: mm-hmm. Bandamel, Gary. Uh, How many of them would have not been available if it wasn't for a COVID year? Derek Walker's not here. Greisel's not here. I don't think Fandemel's here. Okay. But but I'm going to stay with well, you. Well, no, and, and that still he did is going to be a thing. He did bring in some players that yeah. you like. Now, what what's stopping him from bringing in players that you like again? If he did it this time, he can do it again. And and now he seems to have changed his way of operating and his culture. Now, it'll be more it'll be easier to bring in players like that i would think yeah so maybe it'll work i i'm i listen high degree of skepticism here but i i have to look at it i try to look at it fair from fred's standpoint i i mean also you've seen i don't know that i'm being unfair towards fred when i say that after five years people deserve results and they should feel better about the no i know you're not being unfair so i I, you know like you would say you're not i understand and and you want to look at it from every side of it and if they are able to go to the nit i'm more than i'm i'm more fine with that Mm -hmm. the version of nebraska that played in the last two games Mm -hmm. i don't think we're talking about Fred Hoiberg coming back. If you're seeing more of that than you are the team that beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really, you know, but they're so inconsistent. They're it's hard inconsistent. to believe that you're going to get a great effort and a win on the road on Saturday. I know. The inconsistency is an issue. And, I, and you know, there's that old saying, inconsistency is the hallmark of mediocrity. Yeah. Are we talking about a mediocre program? Well, a mediocre is a step up from where they've been. <laughs> that's true. That See, is that's true. A problem. That's a problem. Yeah. What's a problem? The thing about Penn State is that they, they have at least they have the feeling of a win on the road against Minnesota. Like they're they're not going in saying we have to get this monkey off yeah. our back, yep. but we haven't yep. won a road game yet. They did it. They won in overtime at Minnesota, so they they know they can win on the road in this conference. It is possible. Well, yeah, they played well at Minnesota. Dug they deep did. in that game. They this team does dig deep. It's a it's a like a complaint about the effort no, or I anything know. with this team. Um it's you know, the, the general complaint is that it's you got a lot of workmen like guys and no real piece that kind of can be the center of everything. Right. And I, I like Walker a lot. Yeah, Walker. I, Sam Greisel's been so much better than I thought he would be. Yeah. You know, and, and I wanna and I wanna give credit to that. But ultimately we aren't having the oh, this is nice conversation if there wasn't four years of just mm. crap in front of it. So I don't want to minimalize the four years, and I don't think it's fair to ask fans to continue to buy into a program that just spins its wheels. So I think that it's fair to ask for real progress. If real progress is the NIT, good. If you can't okay. get there, yeah. that feels like a miss to me. Yeah, it just it comes down to what is your level of patience with this, and Fred, because of his demeanor and. Mm-hmm. And just the way, and just the way Fred is—he's likable. People want him to succeed. Yeah, uh, it, it, yeah. you got to take the emotion out of it. Largely, you can't take it completely out. Yeah, well, if you take I think the, we're going to be. If you get, take the emotion out of it, and you're looking at blank wins losses. Out. So I mean, the the emotion is what's helpful. Yeah. Because the emotion is the most recent of oh this. Fred, let's people, see where this goes. People really like Fred. They really like. He's Fred. a likable guy. 
Yeah. He's been a, a good coach throughout his tenure at the Bulls and, and Iowa State. Pretty good, yeah. And so you want not, him to not, succeed. I mean, he had some trouble with the Bulls, Jay. Yeah, but it wasn't horrible there. No. Okay. He had some success. Yeah. He had some success in Chicago. He did. It's true. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit recruit a lot a lot of recruiting with Mike Schaefer. If you have yeah, any questions, we didn't get to any football. Well, that's what the next segment's for. Okay. Four six four five six eight five. If you have any questions for Mike Schaefer, please call or text. More next on early break of the ticket. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.